My buddy Carla calls me creepy. She made me a label for my laptop and it says creepy on it. I don't know anything about business. I know a little bit about bourbon, but I don't do either for my line of work. I do scientistry stuff. You do. Oh, you know what it was. It was two damn dollars. <laughs> two dollars. You are always a little arrogant. Let's just put it that way. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest with you. All of my friends thought you were a complete douchebag when no, I they first didn't. met you. The lesson that I learned in that is, first of all, we have to be receptive to the people that are around us and love us, that care about us the most. The right people in your life and support system that can that can check you, check you, check you, check you. Like them, like them. Welcome back to Business and Bourbon, where we have real talk with real people. I'm Ronnell Richards, the creator and your host. Well, we've reached our season one finale and what an amazing season it's been. You know, first I wanna thank all of our guests for really bringing their A-game and being authentic and real, giving some great advice to our audience and sharing their authentic stories. Secondly, I wanna thank you, the listener. Man, we've received such great feedback through social media and tremendous ratings on all of the podcast platforms. And I want to thank you guys for that support. It really means a lot. Well, we spent the season talking to some great entrepreneurs and business professionals about their stories and their journeys. But you know what? We haven't spoken to anyone that helps hold those people down. You know, those of us that are entrepreneurs and business professionals that are striving for success on a daily basis, have people that are part of our team that support us. They support us through those lows and through those highs. So I brought someone onto the show today that does that for me. I think you guys are gonna like her. So with that said, I want you to go ahead and grab your glass, grab your mug, grab your cup, whatever it is that you like to drink out of, pour your very favorite beverage in there one more time this season. Sit down with us here at the bar and enjoy a little business and bourbon. Welcome back to Business and Bourbon, where we have real talk with real people. It has been an amazing season one. I've just had some fantastic guests and some folks that have really brought their A-game and burned it up. And, And I'm just so grateful for the people that have participated in season one. And it only gets better from here, folks. But I got to tell you, I'm a little biased on this one. But after all the great guests that we've had and all the great truths that they've shared, I'm going to take it to a whole nother level. You know, we've talked a lot about entrepreneurship. We've talked a lot about business professionals and our challenges, right? And how hard it is to be an A-type personality and to be, you know, go-getter and go out there and make it happen, right? All of the stress all of the the responsibility that comes with that. But you know what we haven't talked about? The other people that are part of that team. I've got somebody really special I'm going to introduce you guys to today that is part of my team. What's your name over there? Melanie Richards. What? <laughs> Melanie Richards. Oh, guys, I have invited for our season finale my wife of how many decades now centuries too many decades now. it's been a long 21 years 21 long in March. years march 21st was our 21st and what do we say and we're still together we're still together <laughs> that's right so you know we've talked about as entrepreneurs and business professionals the challenges that we face and 
but we what we haven't talked about yet is our loved ones and our support system and what they're doing to help us to be successful and to to hold us down. They see us when we're at our at our highest. And they see us when when we're at our, our lowest. So I've invited my wife on today, and it's going to get real personal. It's going to get real real. But before it gets there, we have to talk. This is business and bourbon. So in business and bourbon, we always talk about what we're drinking first, and there's no exception here. Melly, what are you drinking? Well, uh, this is business and bourbon, and I'm drinking beer. So <laughs> um, I'm drinking a uh, French saison from Six Bridges Brewery here in lovely Johns Creek, Georgia. It's yeah, quite light. Yeah, and it's delicious. It's delicious. Yes. So here's the thing: um, if Mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. So you guys know we usually do bourbon or <laughs> spirits. But my wife likes beer, so we're having beer today on business and bourbon. So it's we're gonna call it triple B today: business, bourbon, and beer. And and beer. I like that <laughs> just for today. So hey, just to introduce my audience to um, my lovely bride here, why don't you share with the audience what you do for a living? Well, I am a chemist for a living. I work for a pharmaceutical company, and. Um, I am an analytical chemist. I develop analytical methods. Oh, for, I'm falling uh, asleep already. Yeah. So it's <laughs> quite boring. I don't know anything about business. I know a little bit about bourbon, but I don't do either for my line of work. I do scientistry stuff. You do science. <laughs> I do science. <laughs> scientistry You know what I thought stuff. would be really cool? Why don't we share with the audience the worst first date in human history? What do you think? Uh, okay, well, geez. <laughs> That's in the uh, back of my mind. I don't even know how the hell we even got married. I mean, after that date. So let's share with the audience our very first date, okay? Um, and, and why I call you $2. <laughs> why? <are you> <laughs> why I call you $2 to this day. So our very first date, um, first of all, Honey, where did we meet? You want to share it with people? Where did we meet? We met at Dillard's Department Store. Um, you were making good use of that degree in science at the time. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what were you I doing? I had recently graduated, and I was, at that time, um, an aspiring physician. And I uh, was kind of studying to take the MCAT, and I was a store auditor at Dillard's. Yeah. And we met because, uh, what, I saw you come up to the customer service desk and you made a payment of was it like $30 and your balance was like $1,000? Probably. I thought, wow, this dude is cheap. Like 30 bucks, really? I was rolling. I was rolling. Yeah, but you were cute. Yeah, that's about it. I wasn't rolling. <laughs> I wasn't, and $30 on a probably $1,000 bill, which was probably three months behind. I don't know. Probably, but. Okay, this is, this is a long time ago but yeah. um so anyway that's that's how we first became acquainted so um i asked you out on a date and our first date we were going to a movie right yes yeah so we were going to a movie and i picked her up met your mom right picked her up and we were headed to 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 the movie but we had some time before the movie so we said hey you know what let's go we're both into music so we we um we stopped at Blockbuster Music, yep. right? Um, and for millennials, yeah, that's... They sell CDs. Are they sold CDs? CDs. C 
Ds. <laughs> that, was, that was, um, how will we explain that? That is like Apple and Spotify in physical form? For, yeah. Yes. Okay, here we go. Something actually tangible. Anyway, so, um, so we, we decided to go there before because, you know, we're going to be early. And so we went to the Blockbuster Music to look at CDs. CDs. And, um, and, and the winner over here lost his wallet somehow, right? Like, I don't, I lost my wallet. And so we pulled into a gas station after visiting the Blockbuster to look at the CDs and, um, where I needed some gas. We thought, hey, you know what? Let's get a couple of snacks. Well, you forgot, you forgot forget? another thing. What? You initially lost your sunglasses. Oh, okay. It was the sunglasses. And, and for 19-year-old um, Ronnell, that was a big deal. So, okay. So we pulled into the, the gas station, right? Because we were going to do how we do. Um, and we still do. <laughs> um, get some snacks and some foods and stuff. And you had a nice big purse. Right to to put snacks, snacks and, stuff and in. treats, snacks like, and treats, like you always do, and like yep. we still do. <laughs> and we pulled up, and I realized, oh my god, I have lost my wallet. And so, um, this is first date, guys. So I lost my wallet, and so we drive back to Blockbuster. Right, wallet's gone, the sunglasses are gone. I got I, I got nothing. This is the first date. So on the first date, oh yeah, and I'm on E. Yes. <laughs> I'm on E. Pick me up with no gas. Yeah. Hey, I didn't have much back then, but potential. So um, at that point, I said, okay, I've got to ask this young lady here to loan me some money so that I can get gases on the first day. So I ask you for money, right? If you have some, some money, you can help me with some gas. Just until we drive to my parents' home where I was going to reimburse you, right? Right. How much money do you have? I think it was either 2 or $3. You know what it was. It was two damn dollars. <laughs> two dollars. So I think it was three dollars. Who goes on a date with two dollars? This gal. So, um, yeah, so I, I borrowed her two dollars. Why would I need more than two dollars? Because you are a modern woman, woman, and modern women pay broke. for their own self. Okay, I was broke. obviously had I a was had a, broke. had a degree in science, and you're working at Dillard's. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, um, okay, so we had figured out that I had we had left the gas station at that point, and we were headed to an, another gas station with the two dollars that you had loaned me, uh, with the money bucks, money bags over here had loaned me. We pulled up to the gas station, and what happened? And the city had a blackout. It was crazy. Every single light went out dead. Dead. So we're, we're sitting at this gas station. I'm on E. Um, I've borrowed $2 from a woman who, a young lady who's now her eye is beginning to get red and bulge. Can you tell me about that? Well, it, it was springtime in Utah. And the pollen was out. And my eye started popping out of my head. Red and bloodshot, and it was gross. I needed ice for my eye because it looked like somebody punched me in the eye. It did. It was bad. And we were stuck because we were. This whole town had blacked out. Yes. So we were stuck at a gas pump. Yes. Unable to pump the two dollars worth of gas. Two broke people. Eye getting more swollen by the moment. Yep. It wasn't pretty. Yeah. And 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 so finally, 
the power comes back on at some point, and I go in there and pump. This is at a time when actually two dollars worth of gas could yeah, I mean, gas was more was like, than what, just like three seconds. It wasn't that. Come on, it was probably we're not 60, that old. Seventy cents a gallon. Okay. Okay. It was, it was, less it was than like a dollar. dollar. It was probably less than a dollar. It was probably closer. Okay, to so we got like two gallons, two and a half gallons yeah. of gas, and so then I proceeded. This is first, guys. Remember, first date. So now we drive to my parents' home because I have to reimburse her the two dollars that this yep. this broke lady over here had um, loaned me. So we get to my house, my parents' house, and my my father's there, and I go up to my dad and say, "Hey, dad, you know uh, I'm on this date, um, you know, and I don't have I lost my wallet. Um, can I borrow, borrow two dollars to pay two dollars?" My father did not want to give me two dollars. <laughs> He was not trying to give me two dollars. I don't know why. It was what it was a moment like for those of you that have seen Friday. It was like my father turned into Craig's dad. He <laughs> said, "I'm not giving you." He was not going to give me two dollars. So I begged this man for two dollars. He gave me two dollars. I went and gave you your two dollars. Your two dollars back. Took you home, and that was a wrap. So, how the hell are have we been married for 21 years? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, other than um, I think that there was something at that point where we decided, hey, look, we're both fighters and we're going to fight through this. So consequently, we had dates after that, obviously, and uh, it was awesome. And here, here we are a, a gazillion years later, and there is our story. So that said, now we want to get into the meat. So it's time to take a drink. This is what we do. Take a drink. Pause for the drink. All right, so, you know, the reason why I invited you to the podcast today is I really want to talk about um, some of the challenges that, that, we've, that we face uh, as it relates to business and entrepreneurship. And, you know, when we started the podcast, you had said something that was pretty profound. You're like, you know, I don't know much about business, right? And, and part of that is on purpose. You are the, um, the analytical person you are um kind of to play it safe right would you agree yes okay and um and i'm not and so for the first 15 i don't know 13 14 15 years of entrepreneurship i largely kept everything to myself so um all the ups the downs that was on my shoulders and um, i didn't share any of that at all um, and um, and so, you know, as you know, once I hit like that 14, 15 year mark, I hit a wall. I hit a wall and it was very um, humbling. And um, yeah, I found out that I wasn't Superman. But I, I want to know for you, having me um, kind of be, and I don't want this to sound like I don't think I'm, I, I am a... Uh, superhero or anything <laughs> but to have have me be a superman for essentially for 14 15 years where um you know I, i'm taking everything on i you don't really know any of that stuff's going on and then to see um kind of my own break or the break and chink in that armor um what was that like for you well obviously it was it was difficult to watch you go through that time um, realized our lives were changing a little bit, um, I guess financially, 
And, you know, I, I kind of saw you, you know, you were really stressed out a lot. You and I, I think we kind of were butting heads at that time a little bit just because I think you were under so much pressure and obviously you were holding a lot back. I didn't realize how, I guess, serious the issue was, you know, um, with your business and all the things that you were going through. But I had confidence and faith in you. I didn't, that never really wavered. You know, I, I felt like you had weathered several storms in the past, just like when you first started. You know, you struggled the first couple of years that you started your business. Um, but you're, you know, you, you're very resilient, you're very strong. And I think I'm strong. And so I tried to do my best to support us and provide and do what I had to do. And that's the same way I felt in this situation, I think. So. And I think that's a that's a, an excellent point that you bring up something that I failed. And I think that other entrepreneurs and other type A's like me, um, we underestimate our loved ones. And I underestimated you. You know, I, that's part of the reason why I took all of that on my shoulders for so long is that I honestly didn't feel like you could handle it. Right. And um, because you process things differently than I process things. So what I came to learn through that experience and, and through um, the help of my um, extended support system, you know, my, my parents, um, my therapist, shout out to Dr. Rocky, um, is that I needed to trust you more and in and understand that, you know, maybe you had the ability to handle some of these things. So, so I did. And, you know, what I've learned through that is you're much stronger than I, than I am, <laughs> really. And I mean that sincerely. So the lesson for me and the lesson for folks that are, that are listening out there is that we take all this stuff on us. And at some point, you're going to hit a breaking point. It just is what it is um, because our, our bodies and our brains are built in a certain way to only take so much. And once you hit that, that breaking point, well, something's going to break. And so I think that we need to have people around us that, that we trust and are, whether it's a spouse, whether it is um, extended family, whether it is a partner, whatever it is, that where you can you can share some of these things with so that you don't um, have that burden all, all on yourself because at some point you're going to break. Um, babe, tell the audience, you know, from your perspective, having been there to kind of help and support me through these, you know, all, all of those things, um, what advice do you have for other folks that are, that are in a support? Because a lot of people are listening. They're in support roles of you know, entrepreneurs and what would advice would you have for them in terms of how to deal with assholes like us? Um, well, first of all, I agree with that. You are an asshole. I, so, um, I said it first. Yeah. <laughs> Kudos for you to you for telling the truth. Thank you. Um, I would say just be supportive. Try to understand what the significant others going through. Um, try to be as attentive as possible. And I, you know, that's funny I say that because I have a very short attention span, and you know this. And so a lot of times, if you're telling me a story, you're talking to me, I, I tend to, my mind wanders off to other topics like Pinterest 
<laughs> Shout out to Pinterest. I Pinterest. love Pinterest. What's up, Pinterest? Um, Puppies. So just be supportive and, I mean, and just be there, listen, you know, just try to make things as less tense mm-hmm. as possible. Be loving, I guess. Yeah, and um, what's what's helped what's helped me in my journey and uh, over you know these last almost two decades of entrepreneurship is the um, steadiness of you and your personality. So your personality and the way that you go about your life and the way you go about your business um, has allowed me to be more uh, of a risk taker, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I would say that. Folks, make sure that you surround yourself with calming influences, um, people that that are consistent. Are going to have if you, if you got chaos all around you, and in terms of the people that you surround yourself with, and then you're in this business world, it's not going to work. It's it's not going to be you're not going to be as successful as you want to be because you have to have an anchor. You got to have some stuff where you can go back to that brings you back to home and kind of takes you takes you steadies you, you know, in the, in those, those troubled waters, so to speak. Make sense? Yes. So next question. Oh, sip time, by the way. Take a sip. I need a refill. Mm. What's your favorite drink? Beer. What kind of beer? Beer. What kind of beer, Homer? I like craft beer. I like stouts, malty beers, saisons. Belgian we triple. sound like the boozy couple. You know that, right? No, not really. Like, I'm, think, you're the beer person and I'm the bourbon guy. I, you know, and I think it's we've evolved into those people. Yeah. Because remember when we first tried to drink a beer? And I we do, and it tastes like gagged. piss. Yeah, it was horrible. It was, yeah. What? You were a universal student? No. Uh, wherever it was, it tastes it like in piss. San Diego. Yeah. Yep. Budweiserville or whatever. Something. Budweiser but yeah. still tastes like piss yeah, to me. Yeah, I wouldn't drink that yeah. for anything. You're a snob. So, I mean, it is what it is. I'll drink a Budweiser. <laughs> Shout out to Bud. If y'all want to sponsor the podcast, um, I will drink Bud every day. I'm just saying. I won't. So, I want to keep it real with folks out there. And um, dealing with someone like me is difficult i get it and 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 i like to sometimes i say like the monster <laughs> you know what i'm saying like it's dealing with the monster so you've been married to the monster for, for yeah. 21 years um this entrepreneurship monster is a beast right it, it consumes me and in some ways it um it's controlled my life in, in a lot of ways right mm-hmm. and um what has that been like for you and one thing I'll, I'll be open and sharing with folks like and I share with people all the time I came uh, I don't know probably like five or six years in, into the entrepreneurship and going hardcore just mm-hmm. in it all the time and you had you had pulled me aside and say hey, look um, who are you <laughs> yeah. like you're here but you're not you yeah, know so there was a time where I think you were experiencing a lot of success obviously nice cars nice clothes nice vacations but there's a I think an arrogance and a you really kind of almost worshipped yourself that's how I felt you kind of worshipped yourself Mm -hmm. like you were very you know into your appearance which you've always kind of been a little metrosexual is that even a term anymore I don't think so yeah I think so like you've always been into your appearance you know you go to the barbershop once a week and you're always 
cut up and lined up, whatever. But I just kind of, you know, there was a time, a period of time where that kind of annoyed me. Like, I just felt like you were self-absorbed. Um, and, you know, obviously with success comes, maybe that arrogance comes with it, you know. Um, maybe you have to be that way in order to be successful. I'm not a business person, so I don't really know. But, you know, in my mind, I think that's kind of, you were always a little arrogant. Let's just put it that way. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest with you. All of my friends thought you were a complete douchebag when no, I first met you. They didn't like you. They thought shout, he was. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to all your, your, your <laughs> they old friends. They thought you were so arrogant. I was 19. And they didn't like you. And, you know, everybody was just like, oh, you shouldn't date that guy, whatever. But I didn't listen to him. And I'm not friends with hardly any of those people anymore. So whatever. So. You know, I, there was a period of time, yes, where you were really just kind of the success, I think, kind of, I don't know if it got to your head, but it was a little irritating to me because you just were into yourself and always going to the gym two, three times a day. And So this know. is that's something that I talk about um, rather frequently, too. Um, see, as an entrepreneur, it's a really lonely road, right? Yeah. And you have to believe in yourself you know when you're because there's no one else out there you don't have a cheerleader you've got no one out there that's saying hey you're awesome go get it. so you have to tell yourself i'm awesome every day every day every day and keep it going when things are horrible right and so i think kind of what you're talking about is you get to the point to where okay you've been doing that to just keep yourself from darn near blowing your brains out right because it's difficult and then your success all of a sudden now you're successful and um but you're still doing that i'm still you know but now it's on a whole nother level because you've got now the the all the trappings that come along with that success and so you pulled me aside and we talked and you told me how you felt about that and it sucked i'll be honest guys it sucked but the lesson that I learned in that is, first of all, we have to be receptive to the people that are around us and love us that care about us the most, uh, whether we're poor or rich or, or, or whatever. And so um, I got a gut check at that time. So, OK, I, I, there's some changes that I, that I need to make. I need to bring it back in line. And so, again, this goes back to the point of having the right people in your life and support system that can that can check you. And um, like you've always checked me and like my 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 mother can check me. There's only two people. Don't nobody else out there try to check me. I'm just telling you right now. There's only two people that can check me. And um, and then they and then if you're smart, you listen and pay attention, because I think we're all in this journey to try to be the best person that we can. You know, we that we can be. We all are going to have our our issues and, and, and times when we fall down and all that, but you know, if we can learn from it and try to pick ourselves up and be better. And so, um, yeah, I thank you for that. So that's what you've been for me. Um, again, speaking to the audience, these are the people that you need in your life. So, I mean, this is an honest, open conversation, guys. So that's what business and bourbon is about. Right. I mean, we want to make sure that we're all learning and we're sharing as a tribe. And so we share some of the, the good times, the bad times so that we can all learn from it. So I want if there's anything I want people to get from this conversation um, it is that surround yourself with the right people, have the right people 
out there that truly have your back. And I think what's been one of the things that helped us is, I mean, when when we met, I had nothing, right? You had what? <laughs> I had nothing, and neither did neither you. Neither did I. <laughs> I had nothing, and you had two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> So you know what? The prospect of having nothing again, it ain't that big of a deal when you really think about it. And, and those people that are around you when you don't have anything. Speak for yourself on that. Okay. So. Well, I, I guess you guys will see. <laughs> but the people that are around you when you when you didn't have anything, those are people that um, that are there for the right reasons typically. And you can rely on for sound advice. So keep those people around. Keep them in your area. Um, so, hey, sharing a little uh, more with the audience, you have a um, favorite, <laughs> God, you're so weird. You have a favorite movie genre. What's your favorite movie genre? Horror. Oh, my God. I love scary movies. This woman loves horror my movies My nickname and at puppies. work is Creepy. <laughs> Creepenstein. Is it really? It is. Uh, my, my buddy Carla calls me Creepy. She made me a label for my laptop, and it says Creepy on it. Oh, my God. And guess what kind of music I listen to? Yes, horror movie music. Who does that? One of my that? favorite bands is Goblin. Look them up. Nobody. I went to their concert. Ronnell, how was that concert? It was no great, one, wasn't first it? First of all, no one's going to look up Goblin. And Goblin. It, G-O-B-L-I-N. Don't look it up. If you're not up, listening to Goblin, to then it. you're not living. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we have very eclectic music tastes. Um, if you look at our in our personal um, uh, library of music, we have everything from obviously Goblin to who's your who's your favorite um, your top three favorite rap groups. Uh, let's see, Kendrick Lamar, that's a, that's MF an, Doom. That's not groups. Those aren't groups. Those Mob are just acts. Deep. Okay, Mob Deep. That that would be guys. If we had a wedding today, Mob Deep would be our. Um, wedding music, right? That's our I, thing. Yeah, I don't know about that. Come on. If we're going back, we're... Maybe some Faith Evans, you know. Faith you know, Faith Evans is hip-hop. I don't, I don't do that. Hip-hop. I don't do that. Soul queen. R&B stuff. Well, she's, she's hip-hop, R&B, sort of. All right. She was. Okay, so back to my original question. Your music choice. Susie and the Banshees. Oh, Jesus. You're losing my audience right now. Susie and the Banshees and Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> People are tuning out, guys. I'm sorry <laughs> for those for the three for Don't the leave. three of you that are still listening to the podcast. I apologize. Um, well, anyway, back to the the hip hop acts. That's what I asked you for. Hip hop groups. Tribe called Quest. Thank yes. Okay. All right. Kudos. Kudos there. Who else? Mob Deep. Yeah. One more. I asked you for three groups. Um, MF Doom. That's not a group. Slum Village. There we go. Okay, now you're done. All right, so she, <laughs> so she's not just creepy Melanie. She's hip hop creepy Melanie. So <laughs> that's how we get down. So, guys, I want to um, leave you with that with a final um, just piece of advice. As a guy that's been down the road and um, in entrepreneurship and had the lows and had the highest of the highs, and, and I will continue to because those of you that are entrepreneurs and business pros, you know that that doesn't end because if you're not trying, if you're not, if you're not trying for anything, <laughs> then you're not going to, uh, you're, you're, obviously you're not going to have those highs and lows, but like who wants to, 
who wants to live like that, man? So if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you're somebody that really wants to go out there and accomplish some great things. Well, guess what? On the road to accomplishing great things, you're going to also fail. And that's okay. That's all right. So what I want to stick with you guys is you have to have the right support system. You got to have people that are down for you, that are down for you and that have your back when the chips are down because they will be best believe uh, and make sure they have more than two dollars please make sure they have <laughs> make sure they have five at least five dollars not two so hey melly um obviously you listen to every episode of the podcast guys she doesn't listen to every, this is the thing you're spy- <laughs> she supports me but i know she doesn't listen to every episode <laughs> i've listened to most of them most of, okay all right cool so then you know that when we end the podcast we we end that well how do we end the podcast we say, wow, thanks, Ronnell, for having us as a guest. <laughs> Not <Right>? exactly. Okay. <laughs> Not exactly. We say, well, I say, we out. But I believe that that honor is yours today. So when we end the podcast, it's always a we out. And um, it's up to you today. Peace out, snitches. No, it's not oh. peace out. It's we. I'm trying to. I'm trying to trademark this. You're not helping me. We out. There it is. One more time. We out, snitches. No, I don't like that one. We out. Thank you for listening to the Business and Bourbon podcast. Please subscribe, and if you like us, give us a five star rating. If you don't, uh, have another drink. Maybe you'll feel a little bit differently. If you'd like to check out our videos, you can go to businessandbourbon.tv. That's businessandbourbon.tv. In addition to that, we're currently touring the United States with our Business and Bourbon Live show. It's a fantastic show where we do a whiskey education and we do some Q&A and it's a great networking event as well. So if you'd like to attend one of our Business and Bourbon Live events, you can go to businessandbourbon.live. Again, that's businessandbourbon.live. Thanks again for listening. 